You are listening to Game of Growth, a podcast hosted by Truepush, the favorite Truepush notification platform of more than 20,000 marketeers and developers. On this show, you will listen to behind the scenes of exciting market journeys, ups and downs of businesses, and the impeccable survival story. And here we go. Hello, everyone. I welcome you to episode 60 from Game of Growth, your weekly podcast. I'm your host, Tina. And today, our guest is Sanket Sahu. CEO at Geeky Ants, a Bangalore-based technology company empowering brands with web and mobile product development. So let's get to know more about Geeky Ants from uh, Sanket himself. Hi, Sanket. How are you doing? Hi, Dina. I'm doing good. Thank you so much for having me here. And uh, yeah, I would love to talk about technology, Geeky Ants. Yeah. Wonderful. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you here on the show today. So. Uh, Let's start it. Uh, what is Geeky Ants in a nutshell, uh, Sanket, if you could tell it to our uh, audience? Yeah, uh, so uh, we call uh, ourselves as product studio, uh, a product studio that uh, like helps people get their ideas into uh, reality in the form of, say, apps and web apps. Uh, apps in terms of uh, like Android, iOS, mobile apps. And uh, we, by product studio, we essentially mean that we build products for clients and for ourselves. So we are a product and services company. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the services company uh, side of the company, we uh, help people build their uh, web apps and mobile apps. Uh, we use technologies uh, like React, React Native, Flutter, and Angular uh, to build these uh, web and mobile apps. And uh, when we do these things, there is an active R&D team which is involved and, and that's where our own products and uh, open source contribution come in place. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have uh, helped uh, the community uh, of mobile app development, especially the React Native community uh, with our contribution like Native Base, which is a UI component library for React Native. Uh, we, have, we have reached about 14,000 stars on GitHub uh, in that particular thing. And uh, then we have uh, a design tool as one of our products. It's called BuilderX. Uh, this is a design tool that uh, is much like any other design tool like Adobe XD and Sketch, but it generates uh, React and React Native code. So uh, as a company, we are trying to help people to build their ideas and dreams into apps and web apps. Uh, and essentially also pushing the entire developer community to use modern tools uh, or or something that is in the future uh, more inclined towards no code tools and uh, and related uh, things that accelerates the development for the developer community. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Uh, uh, Moving ahead, uh, Sanket, so when we're talking about coding, which is pretty much driving uh, such businesses, so what are your thoughts when coding is being uh, considered an extremely important part of a student's curriculum from a very, very young age? So what's your take on this? Uh, my journey has been a bit different. Uh, like I, I was lucky enough to be born in a family where uh, my father uh, used to teach computers to others uh, mm-hmm. way back in early 90s. And, uh, and, and that's where I picked up coding uh, at the age of uh, seven. Uh, or eight, and I built a lot of things in, in programming languages like BASIC, and uh, there was a flavor of BASIC called SQ BASIC. I would uh, code a lot of like 
command line programs and then also visual uh, programs and basic to draw things on the screen so i was lucky and it was also well aligned with my interest but when i see that being pushed as uh, some sort of uh, compulsion in curriculum so that is that is some somewhat uh, weird uh, not weird but uh, i was lucky to have my interest aligned towards it like uh, on like uh, my sibling my sister also grew up with with me in the same uh, like uh, computers and all those things when my father was doing all these things she didn't pick up because it was not an enforcement for her uh, so so it's more of like uh, you give things to the kids and then see if they are interested in uh, and if they are interested into that particular thing then they'll definitely pick it up and go ahead and build their uh maybe career or maybe push the boundaries but when it comes to enforcement that's that's not right i would say absolutely uh completely resonate with your thoughts on the same uh moving ahead uh, sankeet how do you see uh, the trends in outsourcing uh, web and mobile product development in india and how has it evolved uh, over the past decade uh so i graduated in 2011 and uh, and and like i started ekians uh, with uh, pratik and atul and uh, and and we always wanted to build uh, products but at the same time uh, we also needed funds uh, and uh, we started as freelancers to drive the initial fund of the company mm-hmm. and uh, and and like i have been freelancing from a really young age from the age of uh, 13 so it has evolved a lot from like what i used to do like about almost 15 years ago and what it is today uh, like from being an individual to a company of 270 people definitely things change the quality changes the trust factor also increases uh, that's true but but just talking in terms of say outsourcing and freelancing uh, that has uh, like improved a lot or a lot in, in past 15 years 10 years uh mainly when we started when i started it was more of like we had to prove uh that okay we are professionals and the trust factor was was much less uh the payout was not that great back then mm-hmm. but uh, today like uh, when we talk about outsourcing here as an agency in india we stand very close to the global market the mm-hmm. the hourly rate and the quality has improved it's it's not much like it used to be like a lot uh, the gap was really big now it's getting closer and uh, after this covid thing happened it's it's even minimizing like the difference between the the pay scale and 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 the quality and all those things it's minimizing and the, there's something called as global average uh, which everyone is getting to so mm-hmm. so good times to be in all right and uh, if uh, so this is a very important question uh, also uh the next one so uh, when we are talking about startups and uh, individuals so how is a uh, geeky and uh, beneficial to to be both and what different types of requirements do you uh, face uh, on a daily basis from your customers end uh like we we are a company and, and we we uh, help uh, individuals and also startups mm-hmm. uh we we mostly work with uh, with with young entrepreneurs who come up with ideas and uh, they are looking looking for say a tech partner or they have an idea and they want to talk to someone who can put their 
thoughts into it or empathize with the problem or the solution that they want to build. Uh, so, so we have like we have been working on like uh, with MNCs where in the tasks are pretty clear. Uh, like big companies, they come up with like very specific tasks that I want to build a dashboard that has these modules and this module does this. Uh, this is on one side, but on the other hand, there are also people like individuals maybe who come up with very vague ideas. We help uh, them to more of uh, like work with them and like push forward their vague idea into something like more of a concept and then uh, help them with say the first steps like wireframing and then getting to the design phase and then making sure okay what their idea was now it can be seen on the screen mm -hmm. so 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 we have both the types of services depending on like uh, like what the customer needs and empathy plays a very important role and that's why we have a, a, a very big uh, business development team and we have a business analyst who gets involved with the initial calls and then uh, engineering managers who speak about the feasibility of engineering criteria and the solutions that they want to build. Right, right. right. Uh, uh, moving ahead, uh, Sanket, so with the world going digital globally, how has the UI helped in uh, transforming the business for both the ends? So uh, I guess you, you mean UI, right? Like user interface. Right. Right, yeah. So uh, UI has been uh, a, a very, very critical thing in the entire, like when it comes to web and mobile apps, because for the end users, I read it somewhere in one of the, the startups community that for the end users, the UI is the product. Mm -hmm. When it comes to say something like uh, say WhatsApp or Instagram or Facebook uh, or any other app that's on your phone, you, you see that app as what you see on the screen. So for you, for an end user, uh, that app product is is the UI, and and that means a lot for an end for an end user. So building uh, good and fluent UI, uh, which which the users are also used to, and they don't find it difficult to to solve their problem. Uh, so so it, it plays a very very important role, and uh, it's it's more of like UI should be transparent to the end users. So they shouldn't like UI shouldn't stand between their solution and the, the solution and the user. And it should be as transparent as possible. And uh, I've seen people building like really out of the box UI, which the users find it hard to use, but mm -hmm. it looks really out of the box and really beautiful. But if it is not useful, the like beautiful and amazing animations and UI doesn't really make sense. So we need to find a balance when it comes to UI. It should be, it should come natural to the users and uh, it should not be a surprise. And at the same time, like we should take care of uh, things like accessibility and uh, making sure that we have uh, the app available in different languages and uh, all. it should check all the boxes. So. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. And uh, lastly, where do we see Geeky Ants uh, heading towards uh, in the future? <laughs> okay, that's a good question. And, <laughs> and, and this, this seems like uh, an interview question, like where do you see yourself <laughs> after five years? <laughs> right. So uh, I would say 
like we don't make uh, like long term like really long term plans we, mm-hmm. we know that we are going to be there in the market for next two three years we are going to help uh, the the developers community we are going to help individuals and 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 companies in this space but uh, we are more inclined towards uh, like the the no code space or more of how we can help people or empower them to build things faster like today say if if an app takes uh, about say 3 months to build we are trying to build uh, tools so that we can achieve that in in less than like 3 weeks or 4 weeks something like that so we are to to uh, be there in the space of no code and also something that accelerates or helps the developers community and ultimately helps the end user or uh business owners and individuals wonderful uh thank you so much sanket for joining us today and for having this quick and very useful information with the audience i appreciate your time and stay safe yeah thank you so much tina it was uh, wonderful speaking to you thanks for tuning into our show game of pros make sure to subscribe for upcoming episodes and visit propush.com to access more such interesting resources if you like this podcast do subscribe and leave us a feedback let us know how you're enjoying the show and until next time take care